many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Feels good to be back in the microphone so soon after the last episode. I've got to keep up with some of you folks. You listen to them faster than I can put them out. I've heard a couple of comments from people saying, you know, I got to get them out more than a couple times a week because uh, I need some stuff to listen to. So going to make more of an effort. I always say that and things seem to get in the way. It's been a real busy, busy year. Uh, a lot going on for all of us, I guess. Before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to just mention if you listen to the show and you want to get out there and you want to share it with people, one of the best ways to do that is follow us on Instagram. We post a lot of different things on there as well as Facebook. Um, the Facebook page has gotten a ton of new content and likes and stuff like that lately um, and a lot of shares. I know there's just thousands of them that come in every single month. So that's an awesome way to share the podcast. And one way that you can help us get the podcast out there to people who maybe shopping around for a podcast is to go onto Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and type up a review, however brief you want to make it. But when people are looking through and shopping the thousands and thousands of podcasts that are out there, they'll look at the comments, they'll see what people are saying about it, and those comments really do help us out to reach new people. So if you're so inclined, please do so. It'd be greatly appreciated. I love to get those. It's great to get the feedback. It's great to hear from people in whatever way, shape, or form possible. Um, and I'll definitely read them on the air. So please leave a, a message on there. It'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. And I also want to mention the partnership that we have going with Adidas. I try to keep our ad segments really short on the podcast. I know it's something that super annoys me when I go on other people's shows and it goes on and on. Um, but this is a really limited time partnership that we have going with Adidas for a free premium membership to their Adidas training app. Um, it's only going to be valid for the quarantine period, and since it looks like we're coming out of this stuff in the very near future, I just want to make sure that everybody knows about it so that you can take advantage of it, and if you are unable to get to a gym, it's a great program. I've used it, used it for several years myself, um, and it's a great thing. So if you haven't checked it out, head on over to livethislife.org, click on the Adidas icon on the homepage from any mobile device, and you'll be able to get your download. So in this episode... I want you to ask yourself this question. What is the best thing that never happened to you? It's kind of an odd one when you think about it. What's the best thing that never happened to you? Well, it never happened, so how do you know? I've had a few of those that I've been able to reflect upon over the, the course of the last 20 years or so. I've had a lot of things that I thought I wanted, and when they didn't manifest, they didn't show up, I was real upset about it. And then later on down the road, I was able to figure out, ah, that's the reason why they didn't show up. 
And that aha moment is just, it's invaluable. But sometimes it takes years, many, many, many years for that moment to show up. I talk a lot on the podcast about living in the past, and that is where our life's regrets come from. The opportunities that we missed, or the relationships that we screwed up, or things that we got screwed out of, what went wrong with a goal, maybe a dream, or, you know, who went wrong with our lives, you know, who derailed our goals or dreams if sometimes we want to put that on somebody else. And living in that state can really be a constant and never-ending anchor around your ankle, really holding you down. It's something that will keep your cork floating beneath the surface. You know, and what do I mean by the cork beneath the surface? You know, I'll get to that in a few minutes. I'm actually going to play a really valuable clip by Abraham Hicks, who is one of my favorite philosophers and motivational speakers. Um, some of her material is a little—it's a little off the rails. Um, you know, she claims to be a channel, and that's where a lot of her messages come from. But I really don't focus on that portion of it because if you just sometimes listen to the messages that she's delivering, um, they're so powerful. Um, so I, I kind of don't focus on that other stuff. I, I really don't have much experience into channel psychics and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm not going to say that I don't believe in it. I just haven't experienced that stuff for myself, but. Um, the messages that come from her are just so absolutely valuable. And this one, she speaks on how we yank ourselves down and we yank ourselves out of the, the quote, vortex. And usually a lot of these motivational speakers use that term vortex like a funnel of energy that, you know, we start matching the energy of what it is that we're trying to bring into our lives. And then once we match it and we move with an inspired action, a momentum kind of builds up and... It's, it's kind of like when you pull the plug on a bathtub and watch the water swirl around in a vortex. Sometimes we get in our own way, and instead of letting our cork bob up and down on the surface and we, we have all these wonderful things that we just ride the waves of life, we hold our cork down in our lives and we just sort of start to drown, and that cork doesn't get to do anything. You know, we really become stagnant, and, and we're... we're being held down by the things that we bring to our lives. We don't let our, our inspired actions rise up and our actions and awesome things manifest from that point. So here is Abraham Hicks talking about the cork bobbing and how our negative emotions are literally us holding ourselves down uh, by our perceptions and not letting us float and go with the flow of the things that need to come to us in life. And I found this clip on the Pi YouTube page. Check it out. Imagine a cork bobbing. That's us and you. Take hold of that cork and hold it under the water. That's you complaining about your mother. That's you complaining that you're not making enough money. That's you irritated that some condition has not lined up just right for you. That's you misunderstanding your power. So you're holding that cork under the water. That's what negative emotion is. That's what resistance is. That's the unnecessary thing that you've learned along your physical trail as you've been trying to find your way and sift things out. But if you just stop doing that, which isn't the easiest thing to do because you get a pretty good grip on that thing, you get a pretty good grip on it, and if once you get hold of it, you talk to others about it, then you've got a sort of cluster vest going on. In other words, then you're all sort of in there holding it down for a while. And here we all are up here bobbing, bobbing, bobbing. And you say, you don't understand us. And we say, 
Yes, we do, but you gotta come up here to know that we understand you because we're not coming down there where you are. In other words, we are not going to look back. We are not going to condemn with you. We are not going to look for negative aspects in anything. We are going to continue to be as we must be because we've got this momentum going, you see. The momentum is so strong for us. The forward looking is so strong for us. The act of becoming is so strong for us. The creative mode is so strong for us. We have so long been in the flow of the momentum. We do not ever put on the brakes. And when you do, you feel your relationship with us in an astonishing way. Your emotions are always you feeling your relationship with us, with who you really are, you see. But you think about what circumstances led you to something bad that happened in your life, you know, something that took you away from a certain trajectory, you know, something that you thought you wanted. And I also have to sort of lead with this that you know, these concepts, I really can't apply a lot of these things to the loss of life, the loss of a loved one. Um, I haven't figured out how the, the grief and the loss can ever be a, a good thing, a good one. Um, I know there's people who specialize in this, and we're going to have someone coming up pretty soon on the podcast, probably in the next month or so, that specializes in grief and loss. And actually, I know that uh, Abigail Gazda, who is the host of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, uh, Hearts Unleashed podcast, I was just on her podcast uh, earlier this week, which that episode's going to come out in a few weeks. Um, and she's doing a series on, on you know, death and the processes of death and sort of the metaphorical deaths that we go through in life, but also, you know, the, the real uh, types of things. So I think that'd be a good listen. I'm going to listen to her series on that one. Uh, but I want to become more knowledgeable in that sense. But also these concepts, you know, you know, we say we grow from our misfortunes and stuff like that the one that applies to death i i really don't have much experience with that and i can't see how it would and i really don't ever want to figure that out for myself um that's one thing i definitely don't want to welcome into my life but i do know that some things can come from the destructions of other things you know but the loss of someone you love i don't know I, i really don't have the clarity on that one um i don't really see how that can be a good thing But let's take that scenario off the table and focus on the other things that often come up for us that are off the trajectory of what we've planned. You know, so often it's our profession or maybe how we make money or or relationships. Our plans get disrupted after putting all this energy, you know, this really good intentional energy into something and then it crumbles into ashes. Ask yourself, is this possibly the best thing that didn't happen, the best thing that never happened to me. I had this several times in my life. When I was in my early 20s, I had, you know, serious battle with administrations within the law enforcement world. You know, I never was really one of those kids who all my life wanted to grow up to be a cop. I mean, it's a complete opposite. I want to say a few years before I actually made the decision when I was 19 to, to, or 18 actually, to, to do that career path. Within a few years, really questionable decisions that if maybe I would have had different circumstances to work out, I would have never been in that career path. Um, But when, you know, I got into it, I had a couple really significant things that that stood in my way and had some serious fights. You know, I stood up for something I didn't like, and I took a page out of my mother's book, I think, and I spoke my mind all all the way through. And I stood up for the little guy on that one. You know, I, I stood up for something that I believed in that was wrong, and I got the hammer dropped on me for it. And in turn, I had a long legal fight that I ultimately won, 
but that really ruined my fire for the career. I just I saw the 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 down and ugly side of some of the people that were supposedly leaders in that field, and I'm like, you know what, that's it. You know, and I, I did when I started that career. I had this plan that I was going to be the sergeant for this the police department where, that I started working with in my hometown. Uh, you know, the guy who was my mentor and who trained me and everything when I was coming up, um, he was in that position, and I wanted to be just like him. You know, he was the closest thing I ever had to a big brother. And all I wanted to do when I started that career path was be just like him. But that never happened because of all that stuff that I went through. And I see now that all the things that would have happened weren't that great. They weren't greater than the experience that that I had in place of that one. I mean, what was I actually dreaming of? You know, I look back on it now And I was dreaming of a career that really already had led to some serious mental health issues and and some loss in my life. You know, my cancers were almost certainly attributed to all the radio radiation from radars and radios and and cell phones that were all around my waist. Um, Harvard School of Health did a study on me and it said, obviously, definitively, we can't point at it, but likely this is where you got it from. You know, so it led to serious health issues and it led to some serious mental health issues. You know, and all this was working in a job that was part-time at a certain point after a certain point in my life, after about 22, 23 years old, it was a part-time career. What would the full-time career have done? You know, what about all the times I would have missed with my family? All the stuff that the young me thought he wanted was not the best route for me. But when all that stuff was going on, I cursed God. You know, it was it was God's fault because I wasn't getting the things that I wanted. You know, and at the time, I wasn't really a huge believer in any specific religion. I really never have been. Um, but I wore a cross around my neck all the time on a certain chain, mostly because it was the same one that a friend of mine and I had bought together and he had passed away. So I, I kind of wore it in memorial of him. But, you know, I thought if you met, if you wore that thing, it would deliver good things to you. You know, God would protect you and deliver things to you and when he didn't deliver that career to me, I was furious. There was one day when it all hit the fan early on and, you know, my biggest fight against the corruption began. I ripped that cross off my neck and I never put it back on ever since. Since that day, I never wore it because I prayed and begged that all the stuff that was happening would just go away. And then it really hit the fan and my life was appearing to crumble before my eyes. And of course, I blamed God. Since that day, I never had the same view on God. The, the, the whole road changed before me. But that was God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It was that divine timing that didn't deliver that road in front of me that I thought I wanted. That road was not intended for my highest good. You know, in all reality, divine source, divine power, whatever it was, divine timing was protecting me. And it actually, it took me about 12 years after that whole thing started for me to realize that. I can think of another huge instance, too, where I had decided to leave law enforcement for good. I mean, this was back in like 2016, 2017. And I just wanted more than anything to just spend more time with my wife. I had been such a workaholic and worked crazy hours doing all these different things. I just wanted to spend more time with her. Our, our relationship had hit a rocky road years before, and things were going really good. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to be with my best friend all the time as part of my job. So we thought, what do we love to do? What can we do that's going to make us money that we could do together? Well, 
we decided that we were going to buy a restaurant. We love to cook, and we said, why not? You know, we love to cook. We love to entertain. Let's buy this little restaurant that's in our town that's basically falling into the ground. Take it, renovate it, make a family business. So for six months, I worked to transform this dilapidated property in our town into the only restaurant that was going to be in our town. It was a great business plan, all that kind of stuff. We had a lot of people looking forward to it. The whole thing was going to be awesome. It was going to be like a rec room in the basement for kids in town and games and pool tables and all that. Kind of, it was going to be great. Ultimately, after all these town hearings and thousands of dollars spent on plans and everything else, it never happened. And I look back on that now. At the time, it was, why is this happening? Why, after I'm putting in all this work and all this inspired action, I was just starting to learn about some of these concepts of law of attraction and everything. Why is this happening? The recipe isn't supposed to go this way. But it was. Because ultimately, I look at all the family vacations that we wouldn't have been able to take. The basketball games with my son I would have missed. The hiking trips, the fishing trips. All the projects that I like to do, the politics, this podcast, none of those things would have likely ever come about if I would have taken that road. And who knows where we would be financially be right now in these times because we were inexperienced. Neither one of us had ever worked in a restaurant. And I think some of the people who are really killing it right now are very experienced people. I think this could have been the death punch for that business. And again, the me of that time had this idea that it was supposed to work out a certain way, but the universe knew that something else was meant for me. Like, yes, that all would have worked out, but there's another way that will ultimately give you more in your life. And like I said, at the time I was devastated. I was like, you know, what about all the signs that I had gotten, all these synchronicities, all these people that were put in my ways? You know, after all that, this isn't going to show up. Like, what the hell do I do now? But we need to realize that we, with our infinitely wise minds, our minds that that put us in the dumbest situations of our own choice, you know, the that say the wrong things in the heat of the moment, that does really dumb shit that we do, is supposed to know better than source or the universe, better than that thing that made up every perfectly balanced creation of everything that's all around us, the earth, the sun, the stars, all that stuff. Our little brain that regrets eating that second plate of something we know that isn't good for us and we know we're not going to feel good later, that little brain somehow knows better than that infinitely wise intelligence, right? Think again. What is shaking out for us? What ultimately comes about is the divine way that it all needs to work out. And I have seen it over and over and over again in my life. And it's that trust when you're going through the hard times that that is ultimately what's going to happen. And sometimes you only get that trust through experience with a lot of stuff. I mean, how do you get trust in anything? How do you get trust in a person? Demonstrated experience. When we stop having so much resistance to what is happening, and when that stuff comes about, the stuff that we don't want, when we stop resisting all that stuff, that's when things really change. That's what Abraham Hicks is talking about, allowing our cork to float, meaning that when our cork is floating on the surface, that's us being in alignment with all the stuff that we want. All the things that we can bring about, that is where we need to be. Bobbing on the surface, allowing the current to take us in the highs and the lows, taking that ride. But when we add resistance, we add weights on the string to that cork. And we hold it underwater and it gets soaked and it gets weighed down. We prevent it from being in that perfect place on the surface. 
And when we do that, we hold everything back. We hold back all the energy that would have delivered us to what we want. And in turn, we create discord, we create tortured emotions, we, we resist everything that is going on. And you know, that's what we've talked about so many times on the show. What you focus on, what your dominant emotions are, is what continues to manifest in your life. I'm a huge believer of that. It builds momentum, which is the most important factor to manifestation. Everyone wants to know the secret, you know, the, the movie The Secret. Well, there it is. You know, the momentum of emotion, the momentum of that emotion that you feel, that thing you want, because that will continue to bring more of it to you. So when you're resistant, that's where your energy goes. Because like Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. So when I was resistant, I brought tortured energy to me. When I kept fighting where the current wanted to take me, I was holding that cork underwater instead of going with the flow and moving with the inspired action when it was there. Once I got into the flow, I took action that was inspired and that led to awesome, great things, wonderful things every single time. It really has. And it all worked out in ways that I never, ever would have imagined or planned. You know, that's why whenever someone asks me the question, you know, in, in some job interviews that I've had in the past few years, they say, where do you see yourself in the next five years, the next 10 years? I say, I don't know. I never have an answer to that question. I just got asked that on, on Abigail's uh, recent podcast. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself going? I have no idea, but I know that wherever it is, I'm going to love it. That's the awesomest part of it all. Because now I believe in the process. I know that 10 years ago, you could have told me where I was going to be now and I wouldn't have believed you. There's no way I would have believed you. I would have not have even wanted that maybe. I mean, if you could have told me the, the things that I was doing now, I'd be like, why, why would I want to do that? Even five years ago, you could have told me. And hell, even, even two years ago, you could have told me that I was going to be where I am now and it would have been a dream come true at that time. But not one that I ever thought of on my own. And now things are in a way that are better than anything that I could have ever, ever planned. The source, the intelligence that created everything around you, everyone you've ever known, the perfect complexity of quantum mechanics, your DNA, the processes that produce life, the orbits of the massive planets, the cosmos, the, the infinite awareness around you, energy, wisdom, all that stuff. It knows so much better than your tiny little brain and your even tinier little ego of what's best for you in this life. So just let go. Let go of what is happening that you are so tortured by. Let go of it and do your best to make things the best they could be through whatever situation that you might be facing. Try and find something to love about your situation right now because I know there must be something that is good. There's always something good if you try and look for it hard enough. But once you just love where you are just a little bit, that's when everything can start to change for you. So I want to play another quick clip, super fast one, it's only a minute long, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson talking about this concept of the, the best thing that never happened to him. This is a live video that he did a couple years ago, and it has stuck in my head ever since. I actually watched it while he was recording it live, and I was just it was so powerful when I saw it. He talks about not making it into the NFL, and how at the time that was the worst thing that was happening to him. His dreams were crushed, the career he had dreamed of was completely gone, and that's what he thought he wanted. But since then, he's become a huge acting icon, one of the biggest movie stars of the current era. Check out what he said about that pivotal point in his road. 
spectacular of one of my favorite cities in the world, Vancouver, Canada. And look, I've dropped my blood and sweat in this city, wrestled multiple matches in this city, shot big movies in this city. But one thing that a lot of people don't know that I want to share with you guys is when I was 22 years old, I came to this city for the first time. I was playing in the Canadian Football League, playing my first pro football game. I was playing for the Calgary Stampeders. We were playing the BC Lions. I was so excited. Two days later, I got cut. The <laughs> dream shattered, sent home with seven bucks in my pocket. I was like, wait, no, I got to play in the NFL eventually. Those are my big goals. That's my dream. You realize that, that playing in the NFL was the best thing that never happened because it got me here. So my point is, look, you're going to get your ass kicked. We're going to get the shit kicked out of us. You got to get up. You got to have faith that the one thing you wanted to happen oftentimes is the best thing that never happened. So have faith and just keep that in mind and keep plugging away. And that could be your point of view on this, on the past situations where you have regret or energy that is similar to what I went through. You know, where you think there was something you wanted so badly, think about it, something you wanted but it didn't come about. But if you find out ultimately that it was the best thing that never happened, because it allowed you to become something more valuable than you could have dreamed of, something more gratifying, fulfilling, and wise, then it was all for the right reasons. You know, maybe your current relationship right now, it's its not going right. You know, it's inevitable that it's not working because you went as far as you could with a specific person and you grew as much as you could and learned as much as you could together. So you could then evolve into another relationship and advance beyond where you where you are now and ways that maybe you couldn't without this person. You know, I think that's so relevant right now in this quarantine time because so many people are spending so much time together and there's either gonna be a lot of babies that come out of this or there's gonna be a lot of separations and, and people diverging their paths from one another because they're finding out that maybe this is not the person that I want to be with or maybe this is not the career I wanna return back to, but I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of realizations out of this entire situation that we're in. And what that can lead to is the best thing for you. Yes, it can be a painful process, but when it's all over, you can see that it was all the best thing that never happened. You know, is the business that you worked so hard to make, the one that's struggling right now through these tough economic times, is that leading to some other opportunity that you can't even dream of? One that five years from now or 10 years from now, you'll look back on and say, I had no idea this was something I wanted to do but the universe did and I'm so grateful that it worked out that way. You have to have faith that it will all end up that way. You have to be able to weather the storm. You know that the only way you can make it is sometimes weathering the storm, but the faith that the sun will shine when the clouds move away is what we need to remember and focus on. And speaking of storms, you may hear in the background that I got some thunder rumbling. We've had some storms starting to blow in, so I'm gonna cut this one a little bit short because it's getting a little loud. My lights are starting to flicker here, so um, I'm gonna weather this storm, and I am going to, to end this one with a song from Soul Rising. This one's called Pirouette off of the 2018 album, The Chill Out Sessions 2. Until next time, hope you're all doing well. Keep being well, keep living. Thanks for listening.